Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to another podcast. My name is Kaylin, and this is Girl Talk, but make it spicy. So today's episode is going to be another deep talk. I am going to be sharing my deepest thoughts, my poetry. So a little background, I've always been into poetry. It was just a release for me. So I made a lot of poems when I was younger. I was in many poetry slams, which I actually won one of them um, in high school. I took poetry class and everything. I think it was my junior year in high school. My teacher loved me. (laughs) My poetry just like, it always hit a little deep because it was from real life experiences. And I have, well, I like to say that I have a natural calling for poetry. So as I got older a couple years ago, experiencing different things in my life that has caused me pain, that has caused me emotional pain, that had, you know... When I was heartbroken, instead of crying about it, I was in my notes on my iPhone and I just wrote, I wrote about it. My journaling and me writing out my thoughts and how I felt, I just made it into poetry. So I've never shared this with anybody. These have always been mine to read and mine to look after. And these poems are really important to me because some of them are, are pretty dark (laughs) but like in a way where other people will be able to relate to them so a couple years ago going through uh this a few relationships two specifically that caused happiness but also caused pain at the end so yeah i will be sharing with you guys today and then towards the end i will be doing a q a kind of thing So I asked people to ask me questions on Instagram and I'll be answering those questions. And I told them to make it spicy. (laughs) So I'll be answering some spicy questions and we'll, we'll just see how that goes. So of course, a few recommendations for movies and shows before I start the podcast. So I have to recommend Breaking Bad on Netflix. I just finished this show for the second time. I watched this the second time. So the first time I watched Breaking Bad, I was in college and I was sometimes I would even lose sleep just watching episodes because it just it just pulls you in and I definitely recommend it. So Breaking Bad is about a high school chemistry teacher. His name is Walter White. He got diagnosed with lung cancer and while he got diagnosed with lung cancer, he was also trying to make ends meet. He had a pregnant wife and his son also had um, a disability. His son was disabled. So he knew that his time was very short because he got diagnosed with lung cancer and it was it was pretty serious. And his doctor only gave him a certain amount of years to live. So instead of making money in a legal way, he decided to go the illegal route and he started trying to make meth. Instead of selling meth, he decided to make meth. One of his previous students from his chemistry class, Jesse Pinkman, was selling meth in the streets. Like He was a well-known drug dealer. And Jesse's nickname in the streets as a drug dealer was named The Captain. So Walter White ended up hunting Jesse down and they decided to become a team and make meth. 
So Walter just becomes really desperate when it comes to money. And he decides to start cooking meth from scratch. He does it in an RV in the middle of the desert. This takes place in New Mexico. So of course, he gets into a lot of trouble, a lot of illegal trouble. And he ends up killing someone for the first time. And it just becomes like, even though Walter didn't take any drugs, making drugs became addicting to him. So he was addicted to having all of that power and it just made him an even worse person. So even though it was making him money, it was becoming bad for him as a person. He was becoming just this selfish, impatient, angry person. And that cost him a lot of friendships, a lot of people. It's it's just a crazy show. I recommend if you have not watched Breaking Bad, it's one of my favorite shows. Definitely top five. Go watch Breaking Bad on Netflix. So there is a show called The Keepers on Netflix. It's about a nun that went missing. And basically, it leads back to an abusive priest. Fatal Affair is actually a movie on Netflix starring Nia Long and Omar Epps. And definitely recommend it. Go watch that movie on Netflix. It's really good. And of course, I have to plug in my favorite show right now, Love is Blind. They have a new season, season five. And this is pretty much the craziest season I've ever seen. I watched all of the seasons, but this one is crazy. It has a, a lot of drama, a lot of surprises. Go watch the new season of Love is Blind on Netflix. Okay, so let's just get right into the podcast for today. My poetry. I'm sharing my poetry with everyone. Just a disclaimer, these poems are really deep and sensitive. And like I said, when I made and wrote these poems, I was in a place where I was pretty much heartbroken. So we've all been in relationships where you give it your all. It's a beautiful thing in the beginning. And then that person completely turns out to be someone completely different. And you lose yourself in that relationship or in those relationships, which is where I was at in these situations. So there's no names for these poems. I'm just going to be reading them. So this first poem is very personal. And it goes like this. Beautiful night, the moon is bright, Brooklyn Bridge, beautiful lights, holding hands tight, beautiful sight, everything feels so right, pure bliss, sweet kiss, bucket list. My world came together, everything was better. I knew that no matter the storm, no matter the weather, I will love you forever. Until the storm finally came. From myself you saved me, but then you took back everything you gave me. My best self you made me, but you took years from my life. You wasted my time. You found your happiness, but you left me in the dust to find mine. I searched, but I could never find if you were really mine. Isn't it crazy how lovers can turn into strangers? How deep passion can turn into deep danger? How adoration can turn into fear? How happiness and joy turn into sadness and tears after sharing life together for so many years? How that burning fire in your heart for each other turns into smoke in the air, in the streets walking past one another. Remember when you were inseparable? Remember when every day was memorable? It was manic, it was magic, 
Now it's panic and it's tragic. I should have seen the signs. I should have looked at the patterns. How one can continue to lie and let go as if you didn't matter. I cared for you. I don't like sharing, but I also shared for you. I allowed you to do whatever you wanted to do, but that's not love. And now I'm going crazy, feeling hopeless. And the voices in my head start to close in. You were just poison. The fire between us is unbearable. And to lose this kind of spark would be terrible. Your hands on my skin feels like I've been longing for this very day. Your touch takes my breath away. I no longer have words to say. Lay me down right here for the rest of the day. Then I will forget everything I came here to say. I came to get closure, not to get closer. I came to tell you that this chapter needs to end and needs to be over. I came here with so much on my mind, but when I look into your eyes, I left all those words behind. I just want to touch you. I just want to be here in this very time. I know your strengths, but you don't know mine. You only know all that makes me weak. It's like you entered into my soul just to take a peek, but you left the door open, so now there's a leak. Like a thief, you took what you could find. Wined and dined, already bind. If I can go back in time, maybe I'll listen to all the signs. All the times where you weren't so very kind. And this is the next one. Don't you remember that day in October when I thought we were over? Then you showed up at my door telling me you need me and that you didn't want to leave me. You showed me what it was like to be truly loved. And then you showed me what it was like to be taken advantage of. All in the same breath, nothing more, nothing less. I dropped everything for you, but you couldn't even do it for me. I gave up every last thing for you to give up on me. All these years that passed by, I kept giving you one last try, one last time to make a difference, but nothing changed, only the days. Things got worse, wasn't aware of my worth. Truth be told, I don't think you knew your worth either. I needed to go deeper, but then I needed to take a breather. I was a believer that you were a keeper, but as my love grew for you, it only made me feel weaker. So temporary, couldn't even give me something steady. Next time you have a girl begging for your attention, don't forget to mention that you're the one that's not ready. Ooh! <laughs> it's funny because now that I'm fully healed from, you know, past situations, it's crazy to look back at these poems and like relive those feelings again. It really is crazy. So this one um, is a sweet and loving one. Probably the only nice one <laughs> that I made. And uh, this was in May of 2016. And I wrote it at 8.05 p.m. Let me tell you what I see when I look in your eyes. Deeply, so damn deep that it catches me by surprise. Loving you hard can be so hard, but it has made me wise. Wise enough to know that throughout it all, this love is not a lie. I know I love you more than the waves in the ocean and the stars in the sky. Would I go to the moon and back just to prove my love for you? There's no doubt about that. I would so keep letting you in every time we break up, even if I have to pout about that. You're my love, maybe even my soulmate, because the love is just that great. And no matter how many times we slip, we just can't break. And we just can't fall. With you, I have it all. Whenever you need me, just call. Our hearts want each other so bad, but our minds are in a brawl. You don't understand me, I don't understand you, but that means nothing at all. See me face to face, anytime, any place. Because when I look in your eyes, I see my future and the bad times just erase. Bad times are non-existent. And when you grab me by my hand, I will never be resistant. Because nothing can stop our love, no not time nor distance. 
If I trip, I want to trip with you. If I fall, I want to fall with you. So we can help each other right back up, and that's the honest truth. My heart has made up its mind, and how I feel for you is just another sign that I'll always be yours and you'll always be mine. Okay, that was cute. (laughs) Yes, so basically that was definitely the only sweet one that I made. (laughs) Oh, now this one is probably one of my favorite ones, and it goes like this. Once upon a time, you were mine. In a room full of people, you were so easy to find. You helped me embrace my purity. You drowned out all of my insecurity. I never knew what it was like to be loved until I looked into your eyes and I felt peace at the end of the night. In a room full of darkness, you were the only light to shine on my life. Talking and staying up all night, I was an open book and you were my diary. So of course I would have separation anxiety. You lit a fire in me that no human could ever manage. The fire of a passionate heart and soul, even through all the damage. You were my muse, you were my bandage. That covered up all my wounds, healed me, and didn't take advantage. Two became one and shared one soul. One heart, one mind, one passion, one love. But now we're back to being two. Separated, deprived of. Now you're the one that got away. My soulmate, the one that I let stray. The one I spent all my life praying for. But when you left, I was the one who opened that door. The thing about the past, you just can't go back. You can't change what you've lacked. You can't force yourself on the right track. But we live and we learn. Now that fire of passion that was in my heart is burned. And now I'm walking around the city trying to find someone who can fit me, who can get me, who can lift me, who can never give up on me like I gave up on you. And no matter what I do to get you out of my head, you're an everlasting picture, the memories that I dread. I have to let you move on but because this chapter is over. But just know that you can look around the entire world and try to find the perfect girl You will look and you will even grow old, but any girl will never compare to your soulmate because you only have one soul. This next one was written on June 2nd of 2018. You see, when I first met you, I guess I was still blind from my past pain and I thought I would never be the same. After that first heartbreak, it was embedded like a stain that I couldn't wash out. So much pain, so much doubt. But then you came walking into my life, made me forget the anger and the strife, made me want to become more than a wife, but a best friend someone you can lean on to the very end someone to hold your hand through this crazy world i just wanted to be your only girl that had your soul wrapped around my finger like a twirl those butterflies in my stomach couldn't help but to swirl every time you said my name my heart would start spinning i felt sick to my stomach but like a child all over again wondering how far i would go how far i would bend your satisfaction was my very pleasure your smile your kiss your love i couldn't help but to treasure just wanted to add to this adventure Then it turned into you taking advantage of me. You seen the damage in me, and yet couldn't help it, couldn't manage, but to cause more pain and open up new wounds. You were looking for an angel who can walk through hell with you, but angels don't walk to hell. They walk where the other angels do. I wasn't trying to disrupt. I was trying to instruct. I was trying to save you, but I'll just let you self-destruct. This next poem was written on June 22nd, 2018. You think I'm crazy? but I think you're insane. I fell in love with the ways you caused me pain. Now we're apart and I'll never be the same. I keep thinking you'll change until you say my name. I will come crawling back and though you lack, I always feel you can be tamed. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. I need to stop, I need to give you space, but I can't fathom not seeing your face. Every time I come through, you always let me in your place. This love feels like a waste. 
I was supposed to let you go, but that's not the case. I was supposed to let go, but I'll continue to chase. I changed for you. My ways and my attitudes started showing more gratitude. Happiness was my only mood. There was no more depression. My aggression turned into my obsession. My addiction for you never lessened. It only got deeper. It only became a blessing that your love is the only thing I wanted to rest in. But then you started to question my progression, asking, are you just another one of my possessions? Maybe I wanted to control the way the story ended. I never wanted us to just be friends. I never wanted to pretend, but now I was forcing you to pretend. Pretend to be who you were when I met you way back then. But you'll never be that same guy. I don't even know why I even try. Forcing you to fake your feelings, forcing you to lie. But that's my fault. I can't let you go, so you're stuck with me. So here you go. Another knife to stab me in the back. But this time, don't make it hurt so bad. But it's okay, I'll choose not to feel. But I'm tripping. Even if I feel you slipping, I see you flipping in my head, setting off alarms. I'll always be here with open arms. Even if it storms, even when it rains, waiting for your mind to change. Maybe I'm the one that's insane. The good thing about tests is that you're always able to retake them and you can keep failing over and over. But when you finally pass, there'll be such a great feeling of accomplishment that'll make you forget about all of your failures. One of the first steps of forgiving someone is acceptance. Accepting what they've done wrong to you and knowing that you can't possibly change what they've done, then you can move on because only you have the power to change yourself. We don't have the power to change other people, but God does. So instead of cursing at them, pray for them. This next one was written December 7, 2019. And as you can see, as you can tell, my poems do have a lot of rhyming in them, but there's some that I wrote that you know, I didn't feel the need to rhyme. So this one was written on December 7th of 2019 at 7.20 in the morning. Don't ask me why I was up at that time. I had a lot on my mind. (laughs) As a woman who has always been empathetic, I like to make people feel better and look better than they actually are. Build them up to be a better version of themselves. But when someone starts taking advantage of you, you become a doormat, a punching bag for the abuse. Just because you're a good person doesn't mean that you should allow any kind of abuse. I'm tired of people taking my kindness for weakness. I'm tired of people putting me out there to hurt me and then try to take it back with an apology instead of changed behavior. I'm tired of being the one to always be embarrassed. I'm tired of being the one that people wish bad upon. I'm tired of being the level-headed one. Sometimes I just want to blow up and scream, then go back to my normal day. Oh, girl, I was going through a lot. (laughs) And this one is called Behind Closed Doors. And I actually made a song um about this and when I made that song let me just make it very clear that I'm not ever trying to be famous I'm not ever trying to be like a great you know like one of those famous singers but I was very very inspired so I wrote a song and it's called behind closed doors and before I even start this this was written on March 7th 2020 at 4 30 in the morning oh I should have been sleeping the problem is I keep thinking that you'll care more for me than being over there, but you don't, and you won't. The problem was she meant more to you than I ever did. What a joke. But your secret's safe with me. My friends couldn't even know the truth. They think you're the one. If only they knew all that you put me through behind them closed doors. How you became bored. How I had to share for you. How I had to care for you behind closed doors. You wanted the best of both worlds, but you can't leave me alone. You want all of these girls, but you keep checking your phone to see if I called. I have to applaud the way that you were so sneaky. Look at the way you used to treat me. But I'm gone. I'm finally gone. 
How was I wrong for giving you everything you can ask of me? But it wasn't long before your dream of me became a fantasy. A fantasy that I wanted no part of. You, me, and her, what you wanted to be the star of. A temporary pleasure. But I don't get down like that. Baby, I'm a treasure. I'm not the one that lacks. Period. <laughs> I adored you and always kept it real. I made you feel rich, but watch when I switch how poor you're going to feel. When I walk out the door, we'll be a done deal. You'll be the one that's torn, but I'll be the one to heal. That's right. <laughs> okay, so I know that that was deep, but let me just say this. Do not steal my stuff. <laughs> All right? This was all written by Kaylin Serrano, and this is all my ideas, all my words written by me, and it cannot be stolen, and it cannot be taken by anybody else. Thank you very much. It's copyrighted by me. Okay, so now we're going to move on to my Q&A, and I'm just putting myself in the hot seat at this point, and I'm going to answer all these questions. So the first question is, do you want another baby? So growing up, I've always wanted at least three or four kids. I wanted two girls, two boys, maybe even three girls, one boy. Like I always said that. And so when I got pregnant with my little baby, my son Christian, I told myself, I'm going to have one more and I really want another girl. However, I was very very sick and you know how girls say they're sick when they're pregnant like obviously you're gonna get sick when you're pregnant right because it's not you're sharing your body with with someone else with a little baby so i got sick to a point where i couldn't even walk outside i was very anemic my blood levels were really low and my son was basically taking all of my iron and so you need iron to function and i was just I couldn't function. I had to lay in bed for, I think, the last four months of me being pregnant. And even though I wanted him and he was very much planned and, you know, I wanted him so bad. <laughs> I also wanted to have him already. Like I wanted him to just, I wanted him to be healthy, but I was going through a lot of complications and it was, it wasn't good on my, like my mental health. So when I finally gave birth, I became super normal. Like literally the same day that I gave birth, I was just back to normal. So being that I went through so much with my son, mentally, emotionally, and physically, and, and even like going through things in general with people that I loved around me, I told myself, I'm not having any more kids. But I will say that now, you know, three years later, Four years later, actually, <laughs> I, I'm i not completely closing the door, but right now, I will say that no. It's a no. I do not want any more kids right now. Like I said, I'm very much open to it, maybe a little in the future, but not right now, no. Second question is, do you have any weird fetishes? Um, point blank, no, I do not. <laughs> the question is, would you ever be in a polygamous relationship? The answer is no. I do not like sharing. Nope. It's a no for me. All right. The next one is money can't buy happiness. True or false? Um, I'm going to say true. Nothing can buy you happiness. 
at all. Happiness is not bought. It's, it's, you know, when it comes to yourself as a person, you have to make yourself happy because everybody is their own person. Everybody is their own individual person. And what makes you happy won't make the next person happy. So no money cannot buy happiness, but it could definitely buy you some nice shoes and some nice purses. (laughs) This next one is, what is the most embarrassing thing that you do when you're home alone? Um, I think like, it's not particularly embarrassing to me, but I would be embarrassed if another person was around. So it's definitely singing. I sing all the time. And every, everybody knows that you just, everybody that I love and that I'm close to knows that. So I think the most embarrassing thing that I do when I'm home alone, to be honest and transparent, I try to hit them high notes and yeah, <laughs> I just be singing in my kitchen, in my bathroom, my bedroom, everywhere. Okay. So this one came from a, a previous podcast that I did this particular question. It says, you say that you can only sleep with someone that you have an emotional connection with. So have you ever slept with someone that you didn't have an emotional connection with? And the answer is yes, I have. I think we have all had situations like that. Um, definitely a long time ago, like at least 10 years ago. I, I cannot picture myself doing that now. It's just, it's not a thing for me. So y'all know that I don't curse, right? But I'm going to have to say a little curse on this question because there's no other way that I can explain this question without actually saying the word. So it says, do you think Scorpios have bitchy attitudes and why? <laughs> I'm going to be very honest when I say, yes, Scorpios are made to, to uh, be bitchy and be very like nasty and have bad attitudes and be like aggressive or possessive right so everyone as an individual has their own flaws everyone has flaws i don't identify as a scorpio that's not my identification it's not i'm not who i am because of the time and the day that i was born or the month that i was born on that's i'm not a scorpio that's not how i identify that's not how i identify and that's not my description so I am an individual and I will say that we are very misunderstood and that's where that nasty attitude can come from with people, even with strangers, you know, I'm going to speak for myself when I say I am a person that is very introverted, I do not like the attention on me, I'm very to myself, Um, so that can come off as, oh, she's stuck up, you know, she's this, she's that. No, I'm just, I do read people a lot. I do read the room and I'm not going to give my energy and I'm not going to waste my time on things and people that I know that is not going to be good for me. So that's where I can be misunderstood because I'm a sweetheart. Like I love, I love everybody. I could be sitting in a room full of people and I'll be the quietest one. But if you come up to me and talk to me, I will be nice and I will be open and we can have a conversation and we can have deep talks and I will say also we I'm saying we like as a Scorpio thing (laughs) I guess Scorpios are misunderstood because a lot of us just want more from people in general so you want more from friends you want more from lovers you want like passion you want fire all the time that's how I am like meaningless relationships are not for me meaningless friendships are not for me I'm not gonna do the hey girl let's be best friends on Instagram but then we see each other in person walk past each other in person like I'm not that type of person I'm not gonna waste my time it takes a while to open up in general especially for me 
So when I do, just that's me as a person. That's who I am. I'll never take myself too seriously. That's just that's just how I am. So I do feel like I'm very misunderstood at times in relationships and friendships. So I think that's where the the bad stigma comes from. Is we just we're just misunderstood. <laughs> oh my god, this next question. Would you ever get a BBL and why or why not? And then a follow-up question. How do people feel about girls who get BBLs? So, to answer the first question, I'm going to say no. I'll never get a BBL. And then how do I personally feel about girls with BBLs? I you know, all power to you for all the girls that get any type of cosmetic surgery on your face, on your body, you know, just do your research, pick a good doctor, read your reviews, do a lot of, lot of deep diving research because a lot of women are unfortunately passing away because they go to the wrong doctor and they end up not waking up from, you know, from, from anesthesia. And, and it's just, it's a sensitive subject, but just do your research. But I, I think everybody's beautiful no matter what. And if you want to go get a BBL girl, please go up, go right ahead. I'm going to be your biggest fan. <laughs> okay, now speaking of body, what's your favorite body part on yourself? And I'm going to say my legs. I grew up taller than my friends. First of all, I am 5'5", five five, so I am very, I'm in the middle, you know. I'm not too tall, I'm not short. I think my height is beautiful and it's perfect. And, you know, like I said, I grew up around girls that were 4'11", 5 feet. Like, you know, that's, that's just how I grew up. So I, I was always the tallest one. And that was an insecurity for me. But also, as I grew up, I realized that being short for a lot of my friends were their insecurity. So it's like no matter what, you really just have to love yourself. How you were born, it doesn't matter. So I do love my long legs. No matter what height you are, short, medium, tall, doesn't matter. Okay, have you ever been rude to a waiter or a waitress? I'm not going to say that I've, I've never been rude to a waiter or waitress. I have, but not in my adult life. It's always been, it was kind of just learned behavior too. Like if your food comes out a little cold or you got the wrong meal. I grew up thinking that it was okay or, or it was going to be okay if I treat the waitress or waiter a certain way because of that. But as I, you know, became an adult, it's never okay to be rude to anybody at all, especially people who are serving you. Wherever you go, whether you go to Walmart, whether you go to Target, whether you go to a restaurant, it doesn't matter where you go. If there's someone that you're buying something from, they're serving you. They're, they're doing, like, yes, they are doing their job, but they don't have to be there. And a lot of people are going through things that you don't even know what they're going through. So just be nice to everybody, especially people that are serving you and that are doing things for you and helping you in, in any kind of way. So as an adult, no. I definitely am very big on tipping waiters and waitresses. So this one was pretty weird because I got this question from like a random person who has been not okay. I'm not going to say a random person, but just a person that I do not know personally, but I have um they have we have mutual friends and you know, they just don't know me as a person. So do you put on a persona for social media or, or when you meet new people? I do not put on a persona for social media for anybody. What you see is what you get with me. 
Um, when meeting new people, like I said, I am pretty introverted. That's just who I am. I don't just pretend to be quiet or pretend to be like in a corner somewhere. Like, no, that's how I am. I'm in a little bubble. And once you break that bubble, it's like my personality really comes out. So um, I'm going to say no to that question. This is, like I said, what you see is what you get with me. And this is as real as it is. Okay, when's the last time you were drunk and the most embarrassing thing you did while you were drunk? The last time that I was drunk, I was 21. And yeah, I said to myself, never again. The most embarrassing thing I did, I definitely threw up in a car. And (laughs) it's not even funny, it's embarrassing. But I was walking up the stairs to my apartment and completely just lost my shoe. Like, I don't even know how... But the next day I was going down the stairs and I'm like, that is my shoe. So I decided (laughs) never again will I ever be drunk. Like, it's just not a thing for me. I don't get drunk. Okay, this question is, do you think you're sexy and what does it take for a woman to be sexy? I'm not sure how to answer that question. Um, But the second question I'll answer, what does it take for a woman to be sexy and not raunchy? I think just um, just being yourself and it's your aura, the way you dress, the way you communicate. Um, and I will say that m- being a mean girl and being rude is not sexy and it's not cute. So just be yourself, be good, be honest, be cute, and you know, you'll attract the right people. This question is, would you date someone with the same name as you? Um, I don't know. (laughs) I'm not sure, but that'll be a little different. It'll be a little weird, but not completely closed off to it. No. Or would you date someone with the same name as your mom? See, I might have to draw the line on that. I don't know if I, if I could like be like, this is my partner. Name is Arlene. Like, I don't know. (laughs) The same name as my mom is crazy to me. I don't know. Have you ever did a pop-up? Now, for all my past toxic people in the world, all the people in the world that used to be toxic, you already know what a pop-up is. A pop-up is when you think that your partner's out here lying about where they are and you just show up. You show up to their place or you show up to where they're they're at. Um, And the answer is yes, I definitely have did a pop-up before. So there was one time where I was young too, and I was dating this one person, and he told me he was going to go to sleep. But I heard otherwise. I heard that he was going to the Fresh Pond Festival. All the people that are from New York, yeah, understand what the Fresh Pond Festival is in Ridgewood, Queens. Um, So I ended up showing up with my sister, and he was there with his friends, and I just walked right past him i'm like oh you say you were sleeping that's cute i'm gonna just walk right past you and yeah so yeah i did a pop-up one time at a at a festival but i never like popped off i just you know and i did i did many pop-ups after that showed up to apartments showed up to jobs yes i've been that girl okay turnoffs in a partner question mark okay jealous controlling has no time for me insensitive, overly confident, aka 
conceited, <laughs> always judging people or judging me. Don't judge what I wear or how I talk because that's who I am and I'm not changing it, especially if it's not negative. It's just who I am. Um, and that goes with, are you willing to change for your partner? Like if they say, I don't like what you post or I don't like what you wear. It's very important to me to continue to be myself. And if I, okay, if I'm like rubbing someone the wrong way for being myself, then if, is that really someone that I would want to be with? So I don't know if I would like completely change who I am. Like, yes, the negative things, if someone calls me out like, hey, you're being too this or you're being too that or maybe I'm being insensitive one day or maybe I'm being a little too aggressive or, you know, the, the negative things about someone you know, I definitely am willing to change as a person for my partner, but for my partner. But when it comes to things that are that are not doing any harm, that are just causing you to feel jealous and you to feel insecure, then that's a you problem. And I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it like that. <laughs> All right. And the last question is: What leads to the complex of calling a guy lame, then dating one that you know is gonna hurt you? I can say it's definitely toxicity, being attracted to toxic people, being so caught up in the bad boy um, era, you know, where they like you for a little bit and then treat you like garbage afterwards. It's just being used to one thing. Like you, you grow up and, and you're so attracted, you become attracted to bad boys and bad girls. Like when I say bad, I mean like toxic and, you know, just the ones that don't text you back and you're like more attracted to people that don't want you like that. Definitely learn behavior, especially when you start dating someone actually nice and a good person. And then you're like, oh man, they're boring. Like I can't do this. When you're used to the toxicity, that's what you're going to continue to look for. It's definitely a, a toxic cycle that you have to break out of okay so that is the end of my podcast and i want to thank you all for listening to me rant today <laughs> listening to my poetry and also listening to me answer these very interesting questions i'm definitely going to continue being more consistent and being just being more consistent in general when it comes to podcasting because i love doing this i've just been so so busy full-time job, full-time mommy, you already know, that's that's my life. So when I do have moments to myself, I, you know, tend to do other things and I tend to just want to relax as much as possible. But this is work, like podcasting is work. I'm not just, you know, just talking and uploading it. No, you have to edit, you have to make sure you, you know, you have to make sure everything is good and you have to listen to it over and over again at least four times to make sure that you didn't mess up so this is this is work for me and i appreciate the work i appreciate it i appreciate everyone who listens to my podcast who listens to me talk in general i really love y'all and thank you for supporting me again thank you if you're here listening and you're you even made it this far you're the bomb girl or the boy or whatever you are thank you again all right, so until next time, guys. Bye.